Hello, my dears. Welcome back to Main Character Energy with Josephine Moon. I am so beyond excited because this week's episode has a lot in store for you, and I also have some updates coming for you. So first and foremost, episodes will no longer be dropping on Monday. <gasps> I know we're all shocked, but I can't be giving up my weekends like that for you guys because I'm not that invested in you guys just yet, okay? So episodes are going to be coming on Thursdays. That's going to be the new day every Thursday. That's where we're at right now. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't already so you can get notifications on them so you don't have to be checking every day. You know, I'd love your attention to details. Some of you guys messaging me, where's the episode? It's coming, my loves. Okay, I feel like a completely new person because I've been working from home for the past two weeks and it has been gorgeous, my dear. Absolutely show-stopping, it's been lovely. But the other day, I just didn't have much to do. And I was sitting on my floor like, I just wanna, I wonder what it would look like if I moved this there. And I just had like a psychotic break and started redoing everything in my apartment moving everything around. So it's like a completely new vibe. It's very spacious. That's spacious for you guys who don't speak French. I'm just obsessed with it. So I can't stop ordering new stuff because I want to like revamp it even more. And all the stuff came in today. So I've like redone my sheets on my bed. I've moved my couch to a completely different side. I've ordered new artwork. I'm about to order some more furniture just for funsies. And it's really hyping me up right now. I'm so happy. However, completely off topic. But I absolutely hate when people are talking about COVID and they're like, oh, when things go back to normal, like it's gonna be so weird, like hugging people, touching people, like shut up, Brenda, okay? It's not gonna be that weird because we've been doing it for thousands of years. Like people are getting so dramatic, like, oh my God, we spent one year inside. How do I communicate with people? Am I allowed to give them a hug? Like, oh my God, shut up, go back to your normal life, but just wash your hands a little bit more. I think that's gonna help. It's so annoying to me when everyone says this all the time. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's gonna be so weird to get back to normal. Like, oh, what should I do? Like, God, like grow up one, two, you're just gonna continue on with your life. I'm so tired of it. Like, it's not that crazy. It really isn't that crazy. People just need to be more clean, a little more considerate. That's it. Oh my God, I have to get that off of my chest because I cannot hear one more person say, it's gonna be so weird. It's not, it really isn't. Like, you'll be fine. Have a drink, grow up, take a Xanax, I don't care. I'm over it, stop bringing it up, okay? While I'm ranting, I think it's the weirdest thing when you're like talking to someone and they have a baby and they ask the baby the question and everyone's just like waiting around for the baby to magically speak full sentences. It's so uncomfortable. It's the same as like putting a baby on face and like, oh my God, say hi. This baby doesn't know who I am. I don't know who it is. It's not even speaking words. It has no personality and it's not interesting to me. I hate when people do this. Like, oh my God, look, look at Jessica. Okay, Jessica is two months old and she can't even hold her head up. I don't want to see this damn baby. Get it out of my face, okay? Get it out of my face. Oh my God, I just sound like a full on New Yorker there. <laughs> God. But that's, that's how I feel and I need people to stop doing this. I know you're happy and you're proud of this cute little baby that you made, but like, stop it. I implore you to stop doing this. Until this baby is like 18 to 25 years old when it has a personality, that's when I will talk to it, okay? Until then, all those awkward years, middle school, high school, elementary, I'm not interested in this fetus. Not interested. So don't show me it on FaceTime. Don't put it in conversations when I'm talking to you about something. Stop it right now. This is a PSA. Stop it. Whew. 
Okay, I'm okay. I'm done ranting for now. But I have a question. So I was watching this movie with my friend over the weekend called Jungle with Daniel Radcliffe. Such a good movie. I I have to tell everyone to watch this movie. It's so good. So good. True story as well. But it had me thinking, would you rather be stranded in the desert or the jungle? And I put this on my Instagram and it's interesting the feedback that I got from people. I asked, where would you rather be stranded in the jungle or the desert? If so, why? Most people said they would rather be stranded in the jungle because you have more resources, you have water. However, the people that were saying desert were people that were not in America. Everyone that's not in America said they would rather be stranded in the desert rather than the jungle. And I was like, okay, but why? They're like, oh, it'd be fine. Like you'd be able to find this, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, but like you have better resources in the jungle. And they were saying how, I don't think people realize that in the jungle, the temperatures can be even colder than they think it is. Like it can be negative 20, 30 degrees that you would freeze to death or all the mosquitoes would bite you and all the ants and the bugs, they would like bite you where you would just die. And I was like, I don't know. I think I would rather be stranded in the desert because it would just be a quicker death. One of them is just gonna be prolonged pain. And one of them it's like, okay, you're struggling. You're gonna be done in a few days. The other one, like you're continually struggling for days and weeks and whatever amount of time only to most likely die from something random that you're doing to try to keep yourself alive. So I would rather a quick death rather than prolonged, but a lot of people said the jungle. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm feeling the jungle. Oh, sorry, I'm drunk. I'm feeling the desert. All in all, it's probably gonna be the desert because it's a quicker death and that's what I'm trying to get to if I'm stranded somewhere. Like, I'm ready to meet my maker. Bye-bye, see you later. Okay, now that I've ranted and raved about everything that's been going on for the past week and a half, let's get into some stories. Keeping up with our Kardashians has aired the trailer for their final season. I don't know, it's season 25,000, who knows? Which is gonna be premiering March 13th, I believe. And I'm, oh sorry, March 18th. And I'm so excited for this because I feel like a lot of things are gonna be answered that's been going on for the past few months, especially the whole Kanye and Kim divorce, the whole thing. I'm hoping, I don't know if they're gonna to touch on this as much, the whole new relationship with Scott and this 17-year-old girl, I mean, she's 18 or 19 years old, but Harry Hamlin's daughter, Lisa Renna's daughter, is Amelia? De Delilah, whatever her name is. I'm hoping that's gonna kind of be addressed and they're gonna talk about it a little bit about how creepy and weird it is. I don't know if they will, but they probably won't. Anywho, I'm very excited for this final season and I, I cannot wait to see what happens because in the video that she posted like a few weeks ago or maybe like a month or two ago of the final episode that they had filmed, she said in a video that this is the last filming they're ever going to do. And the way she said it was like, I was confused because they have a deal with Hulu where they're putting out a new show. But the way she kept saying it was like, we're ever filming, I was like this is the last time you're ever gonna see us. And I was like, okay girl, but you just announced like a few months ago on each of your pages that you were going to Hulu. So choose your words wisely, but I'm very excited. I will be watching March 18th. I hope the episodes are a little bit longer. There's a little bit more depth to it if this is all they're giving us. I want some answers. I need some answers. Let's get on to the next story. Amanda Bynes is a rapper. Yes, you heard me correctly. Amanda freaking Bynes from Nickelodeon from She's the Man is now a rapper? Question mark. She's debuted a new song called Diamonds. And like the lyrics are so hysterical to me. They're exactly what you would expect. And we're, I'm gonna do a quick deep dive into her, but I just wanna say some of the lyrics that are in the song. Diamonds on her wrist. And the song is features Young Yogi. Never heard of him, don't know. 
and her very suspicious fiance, Paul Michael Pumichella. Which I kind of like that way that sounds, honestly. But the lyrics are, this is the way I wake up. Get the grind on the hustle. Diamonds on my neck, diamonds on my wrist. Yeah, I whip. Okay, you know what? That's a bit of a bop. I'm not gonna lie. If she can get a good little tune behind it, if she can get some beats on it, diamonds on my wrist, yeah, I whip. Like, honey, I will pop to that song on TikTok very quickly. Like, give me a little dance, give me a little whip, whip, whip. I'll do it. You know what? I'm, I'm excited for this song. I'm sure it's gonna be horrific, but we gotta support her in some way because she has gone on a deep spiral over the past seven, eight years, maybe a little bit longer. I just don't know what happened to her. She was the it comedian girl of like 2000 to 2000, what, like 10, maybe 11, maybe a little bit older. I don't remember when She's the Man came out, but it was like early, mid 2000s. She was in such pop. She was in Sydney White, a few other movies. She's hysterical. But then out of nowhere, she just kind of disappeared. And then she was like in a phase, sorry. And then she was like in a haze. And I'm just really confused on what happened to her. I need her to go to therapy. I need her to go to rehab. I need her to get herself back together because I need Amanda Fine's comedy in my life again. I got a lot of knowledge. Like, you're not gonna get better lines than that, Eunice! You know what I mean? We're never gonna get that again from someone. Never. I don't know if she'll be as funny as she used to be because she's gone through a dark She's gone through and been in a dark place in her life. But you know what? That's rehab, some meditation, some therapy. That can help out. You never know. So I'm hoping the best for her, but I don't think that's going to be happening because she just doesn't seem to be getting better. And it's been a while, so it is what it is. Halsey reveals that she's pregnant with a little baby. Her first baby, I believe, but... I mean, congrats, first of all. Congrats to you, whatever. Everyone's having babies in the quarantine, so it's really not that interesting anymore. Like, a baby's popping out or being cremated, ha, is being made every single day, so it's really not that interesting anymore. But what was interessante to me was that I thought she was still dating Evan Peters from that, that weird show series. What is it called? It's something of the sort. What is it called? Doesn't matter. I thought she was still dating Evan Peters, so that's why I was like, what's going on? But it's apparently some random new guy she's been dating for the past year, probably less than that, because last we heard about her and Evan was the beginning of last year. So she's met this man in the past year and popped out a little baby with him. So congratulations to them. And it is what it is. Like, it's not really that interesting, but it needed to be commented on, I guess. There's nothing more to say on that. Next, if I seem a little erratic, it's because I'm drinking my gin and tonic and I haven't had anything to eat today, so it's going straight to my head, so <laughs> whatever. Okay, next story is Chloe and Hallie launched solo Instagram accounts after nine years together. They say we're still an ocean with two C's. Interesting, but also very dull. So they've had an account together for like the past 15, whatever amount of years. But they announced on Tuesday, or two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, that they were going to be creating separate accounts. They said it's time for a change. What has been said by Hallie was obviously we're going in two separate places right now. No matter the distance, we're still together. And I'm glad she said they are in two separate places because that's what I need to talk about. If you haven't seen, I'm sure you have because it has broken the internet like two or three times, as the kids say, because she has been going off. And to some people, it might be in a good way. To other people, it's like, baby girl, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. 24-7, like her first photo... Well, let me back up. 
over the past like year and a half, she's been, I just had a stroke. She's been doing so much with the photos that she'll post of herself on their joint account. It'd be like thotty little photos of her, like half naked, sprawling around. Like, honey girl, if you want to do this, like get yourself an OnlyFans account. Like this is not, this is not why I'm coming to Chloe and Hallie on their Instagram. I'm coming for some bops, some cute little photos, some, some vibes. I don't need to see you sprawling around on the floor with your legs open, okay? I'm good, sis. Thank you. But she's been doing this so much. Obviously, I'm talking about Chloe because Hallie is just, she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? But also, she has a Disney contract, so she can only do so much. That's probably why Chloe's going all out with what she's been doing. But they've had separate accounts for the past week, and she has been posting up a storm. Happening. She did the Busted Challenge on, or Busted? Busted. Busted Challenge on TikTok. But she did that one half naked per usual. And then she just did another video like a few days ago of her like, um, it's like a silhouette video of her like doing a little striptease dance, whatever, to thank everyone for her million followers and whatever amount of days. Okay, we get it. You've been working out. You're looking good. You want to show it off. But honey girl, get yourself a boyfriend and do that in private. We don't need to see that on Instagram every five seconds. We get it. Uh, okay, you're gorgeous. We love you. You're a great artiste. Let's stick with that, okay? Let's stick with that because you don't want to burn too bright. You don't want to burn too bright. There's been a lot of people who've done that and I don't want you to be one of them. Also, sorry if you hear the sirens in the background. It's New York. Anywho, I need her to calm down a little bit because it's just getting really obnoxious. Really obnoxious. And you know what they say about people who are doing too much all the time on Instagram? I'm not going to say it, but you know what it is. You know what it is, okay? So we have a first look at Kristen Stewart as Diana Spencer in the new upcoming movie that's going to be coming out, I think in a year or two from now. I have many thoughts. So let me go grab a drink real quick before I get into it. Okay, you're my little twink. Clink, 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 clink. Now I'm ready. I believe I said on last week's podcast how there are certain people that they have constantly made movies about over and over and they never do anything new. And this is one of those stories that have just constantly been oversaturated. We have The Crown. We have Diana that came out like five years ago with Naomi Watts. We have a million documentaries on it. We are oversaturated with Diana. And it is a very interesting and publicized story because it is insane what happened to her, her whole story. It's very interesting and it is very fascinating, but we've just bled it to death. We really have. And this is one of those things where I'm just over it. And the director of this movie, or maybe it's the writer, I think it's the writer of this movie, said, oh, he didn't want to watch The Crown because he didn't want to be influenced by it. But it's like, you don't want to watch something that you're about to make, and it's already been made. And from what I'm told, they are starting, the whole movie is supposed to be based around one weekend that Diana had with the royal family towards the end of like her relationship with Charles, which is weirdly enough where The Crown season four ended off. And they're like, oh, we're gonna do a full story on that Okay, that is something new that we haven't really seen, but we're tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing the same thing over and over about Diana. Like, yes, she was loved. Yes, it was this. Yes, it was a tumultuous relationship. Was she ready? Was the family in this? Like, I'm tired of hearing about it. It's nearly been 25 years since she died and they will not let the story go. Repeating the same thing over and over. I've had enough. I also find it a very strange choice to choose Kristen Stewart as Diana. But a little part of me thinks it could maybe, maybe be good because Diana was very sweet, but she was also kind of very awkward a little bit. She was very shy. And I think that's the only good thing that Kristen Stewart can bring to the table that she is a very awkward, shy, uncomfortable human being, but somehow she's very likable, but unlikable to people. I think that can be 
good in a way. But I'm very confused on Kristen Stewart as an actress because Twilight was the love of my life. Yes, it was absolute garbage, but I loved it. Who didn't at the time? But I don't find her to be the best actress. I don't think she's the worst like everyone says, but she's just very questionable. And for some reason in the film world, she is revered as an actress. And I don't know what they're seeing, but the rest of us in the world apparently aren't seeing it because outcry that people had when they first heard that she was gonna be playing Diana was like, why are you doing this? And I completely agree with it, but I am gonna watch the movie because that's just what I'm gonna do. But I would like to see some new stories. I said this last week about the reboots of shows constantly coming out. There's so many movies and TV shows. Wow, let me rephrase. There's so many books and new writers that can make something so interesting that we haven't seen or heard, but it's just not happening for some reason. And it's really exhausting to me because there are other people in history that have not had stories written about them that I would love to see a film about. I'd love to see something about David Bowie. We haven't seen a film on him, which is very interesting because I would have thought when Bohemian Rhapsody came out and then like a few months later, the movie about Elton John came out. It was very interesting. Those two people from like what, the 70s, 80s, who were big polarizing artists. I would have thought like, why hasn't someone made a film about David Bowie? I feel like I haven't seen anything. I would love to see a movie about Prince. I would love to see a movie about so many other people that we have not seen already. And I just don't know when that's ever gonna happen for us to see some new content because writers are just so stale. They're gonna go with what they know is gonna catch attention, but not, not garner anything else from people. So I'm bored of it. I'm kind of just blah, but I will still be watching it. Now you can bet your bottom dollar I'll still be watching it. Okay, so Bridgerton season two has been announced, which we're all waiting, but were we all waiting? Cause we knew it was gonna get a second season cause there's apparently like eight different books. So it's a cash cow at this point. It would be ridiculous to not make a season two. Let's discuss and do a deep dive slash review slash recap of season one because I think there are some very interesting topics that need to be addressed that I feel like most people aren't really saying but they should be and it's the whole race of it all it's the race of it all because i think it's very interesting how they made a tv show based in what the 800s 1900s whatever century it's supposed to be and they finally given people of color a chance to not just play slaves or masters of the house or whatever they're called and i did find that very interesting that it wasn't really addressed as much i need them to stop whitewashing characters in shows and thinking it's like so progressive because it isn't. Marina, the girl who like came to stay with the Featheringtons, like the, the crappy version of the Bridgertons pretty much. She, I'm sure she was supposed to be like, oh my God, we have a colored girl in there. Like, look at us, we're so progressive. That girl was one tan away from being a Caucasian woman. Okay, let's not try and play it up like it's something interesting. It was not. She was practically a white woman. I don't wanna, I don't wanna be that person who's like, oh my God, it makes people look good. They do. They do, but that girl was white as can be, okay? Except for the slight curl in her hair, which I'm sure was a wig for the show. I'm sorry, no, that's not doing it for me. And I know everyone is obsessed with its name. That's Sebastian Simon. I know everyone's obsessed with him. He's so cute, he's so this. Like, okay, let's all be honest for a second, okay? And there's nothing wrong with it. But was he not giving very feminine homosexual vibes to anyone else but me? Was it just me who was feeling that? And then like seeing him in his interviews, I'm like, okay. That explains it. Now we're on to something. Yes, he's attractive, 
but he's also a lighter skinned man. And I was expecting a little bit more from Shonda Rhimes being a darker skinned woman. And she has done a lot of shows with darker skinned cast and a very diverse cast. However, the one thing that I need her to stop doing is doing mixed raced couples. It doesn't count as much mixed raced couple in the show as being super progressive because it isn't. It's always a black woman with a white man or a black man with a white woman. There's never two dark skinned people being the star of a show that's a really big hit. I understand apparently the world isn't ready for it for some reason, but that's what we need for progressive writing, progressive casting. Yes, same thing with the queen. Another light-skinned woman who was two shades away from being a white woman. Like, beige, that's you in the corner. Bajé. The only dark-skinned woman was Lady Danbury, and I absolutely loved her, but she was also giving a little too much to the vibe of Lady Danbury is here, that kind of vibe. And she was just acting a little too much for me, but I did like her character and I hope she is in the next few seasons or shows that they do with her. And she was definitely wearing Mac foundation because I could tell that shade 100% and W38, okay, here for it. But all in all, the show was very, the show was good. It wasn't great. It was kind of, some parts were very unbelievable. This girl didn't know anything about sex, not one thing. Like, you guys don't talk? The girls don't talk when mom's away? Come on, sis, you need to know something. And also, can we talk about why he had to literally jump to the other side of the room whenever he was about to ejaculate inside of her? Like, sis, if you don't want her to know something, maybe you shouldn't jump to the other side of the room and grab a little baby napkin every single time you guys have sex. Like, like there's other ways to do it without it being so obvious. And if he would have just spoke, used his mouth, his damn mouth to begin with, there probably wouldn't have been that many problems. I wish he would have spoke up in the very beginning, like, you know what, Pops did me dirty. I don't wanna have no kids because I swore on his deathbed before he passed away. I ain't popping out no kids. He could have just said that and she would be like, okay, I understand, with her little bangs. But she did it, but he did it. And I was just like, I was losing my mind with it. I was losing my mind with it. Just speak up. I don't wanna watch four episodes of you brooding. I burn for you, but I can't. Like, oh my God, pick one side of the coin, okay? Pick one side and stay on it. That's what I'm asking from you. What's his name, not Sebastian, Simon. Love the name Sebastian, very classic. It's a good name for like a little pug. Sebastian. But I don't know if I want to see second season that's mostly about the brother because he wasn't that interesting to begin with. And can we all address that the younger brother looked like he was 75 years old, the brother that was going to like the weird brothel parties and watching a bunch of people have sex? Can we all agree that that man looked like he was 80 years old about to retire with his pension while the other guy was supposed to be the older brother and he looked like he was 25 years old? Like. Stop it. We're not believing that one bit. Other than that, it was a good show. I did like the writing in general. I wasn't obsessed, but it was a good show. It was a good watch. The sex scenes though, we're coming back full circle. Follow with me, the drink is hitting even more. The sex scenes were, I know they're supposed to be like really graphic and they're supposed to be like, oh my God, they're so hot, they're so steamy. I wasn't feeling that. I was just feeling more uncomfortable because it was like so graphic. He just didn't seem very masculine to me. So just, I wasn't getting that vibe that I should have been getting. And it was also kind of weird to me that he was telling her how to touch herself and do all these things. And I was like, girl, figure it out for yourself or don't, doesn't really matter. You'll survive. You didn't even know what sex was before two days ago. You will survive. All in all, I'm not even gonna talk about the Featheringtons because they're not really that interesting. Spoiler, oh, actually no, I'm not gonna spoil what happened. So never mind. But yeah, 
that's all I really have to say about the show. I will watch the second season, but I do need some other characters to come into play very heavily. It would be very interesting if the older brother married the girl that Daphne stole from the prince. There was that girl, I don't know if that sentence made sense. I think that girl would be interesting for him because like they have this high name in the town and she seems simple enough, interesting enough. She's a bit unruly and I think that's what he vibes with. So I think that'd be interesting. I don't really wanna see a lot of new characters. I just wanted to kind of switch around a little bit. So we'll see. I would also like to see a little bit more on Lady Danbury. I feel like we don't really know much about her and I kind of do want to know what's her story, what's her background. I think one other character that I want to talk about before I'm done talking about this is Eloise because she was giving me that feminist movement kind of vibe but she also wasn't succeeding in it to me. She was just a really annoying character and she was very rude to her sister and it didn't, I didn't really get where it was coming from and at the end she was like thank you for understanding like, shut the hell up ho you were sober this entire time and she's doing the work so you don't even have to go out there afterwards when it's your season to come out like shut your damn mouth ho but this whole i need to find out who this lady fistleton is or whatever her name is whistletown whistleton whatever she was just being so annoying this whole time trying to find out who it was it's like what does it matter who it is so irritating to me and also she sounded like a 90 year old woman 90 year old her voice was down here when she was supposed to be like it was too much for me it was a good show if you haven't seen it i kind of i didn't actually spoil anything to be fair i could have but i didn't i will tell you that the last three or four episodes a lot of sex scenes a lot of boobs a lot of butts i don't think you see any peen to be fair they're very quick sex scenes because <laughs> whatever um so give it a watch if you want to it's not bad Okay, and I wanna do one more review slash recap of a show that I just finished watching because I feel very uneasy after watching this show and I wanted to discuss it here because maybe I have some controversial thoughts, I'm not really sure. So there's a show called A Teacher on FX and the whole premise of the story is obviously a teacher has a relationship with her student and you kind of see like how it affects their lives neg negatively or positively in whatever way. It's very strange because the beginning of the show, like each episode starts off with like, don't feel scared to speak up if you've been through any of this, like here's the hotline number and they show it at the end of each episode as well. Like that's their big, this isn't supposed to be glamorized. But the weird thing is it's weirdly glamorized in the first four or five episodes. And I guess it's supposed to be that way because I I remember reading that they the way you feel during the show, you kind of feel ick and then you kind of feel this. You feel different types of way and that's how you're supposed to feel in this type of situation. And from the very beginning, it just didn't seem the show. It didn't seem very realistic because the woman outs herself because the boy that she had a relationship with was 17 and like two weeks after they started, he turned 18. So I was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, whatever. She's like in her late 20s, I believe. And he initiates it multiple times and she shuts it down. And then one time she's like, okay, get in the back of my car, let's whatever. And then it just kind of goes from there. And they have like this little relationship for like maybe a month maybe, maybe a little bit longer, I'm not sure. After having a relationship with this boy for like literally two or three weeks, she's a new teacher at the school, may I add. And she goes to like this, concert with one of her other teacher friends that she just met like a few weeks ago and the girl the teacher friend is like oh like you've been smiling so much like who are you having an affair with because the teacher was married who are you having an affair with like you're not you usually don't smile this much she was like oh it's eric like eric our student like why who's dumb enough to give up that information in that situation let me just ruin my life and my career by telling another teacher at the school who i barely know and I'm having an affair with my 17 year old student. Not realistic 
at all. Then they go through the whole the whole story of like her going to jail, him going to college, how he deals with it. He's like very sporadic, drinking a lot, has these little bursts. He's really weird about sex with other people. Then people start to find out that he was this kid who had a relationship with this teacher, and they kind of treat him like, oh, like is this okay if I hold your hand? This is and we get to the last episode, and it's very odd to me because the way they make you feel, or the way I felt, as though they didn't really do a good job of showing you what kind of happened. She, they see each other like ten years later for like the last ten minutes of the whole show, like the last episode. They're meeting up after ten years, and he's like, do you know what you did to me? I thought it was my fault this whole time that you went in because I thought our relationship was whatever, but it was your responsibility to do this. And it was a very short conversation for what we had nine episodes of like, it kind of seemed like he was okay, he was still in love with her, this, this, and that, like he thought it was his fault and whatever. All this to say, sorry, I think the show is very dangerous because I think a lot of kids or a lot of younger people will see this and not see how inappropriate or wrong it is just because of how they showed it in the beginning. I thought the same thing when I saw the first two episodes, like he came on to her multiple times, she said no, he kept coming on to her and she just said yes and continued with it. So the way that they showed us this relationship, it did kind of seem like, you know, when he's nearly 18, it's, a, it's not okay, but it's not as bad as it could have been. They didn't do a good job of at the end, the last three minutes of him being like, it wasn't my fault, you should have said no, you should have. And it was just really frustrating because I feel like a lot of young people are gonna watch this and not see how dangerous those types of relationships are, the grooming, the inappropriateness, how he took, she took advantage of him and how people can do that because they don't see what's wrong about it. And I think it was a very dangerous show to make, even with all the PSAs before and after the show, they didn't do a very good job of showing the risks and the dangers of being a younger person, being groomed by an older person, even if you are quote unquote in love with them and you don't see what's wrong for 10 or 15 years because you didn't really see what he kind of went there. He was just kind of had sporadic craziness, but you could also argue that he was gonna be like that anyways because he was going into college, he was going into a party scene, he was going into a frat. So you can't really tell if the way he was acting was because he was in a frat or because of what he went through and he didn't know how to release what he was going through. It is very dangerous to young people because I had Wow, that sounds really dramatic. At my high school growing up, there were teachers who had relationships with students and everyone kind of knew about it and no one really cared or said anything. Because it was like, oh, he's a cute teacher. He's really young, he's whatever. Like she's an adult, he can do whatever. And you think it's fine. There's always a show no matter what age group you're in that has a character that's dating a much younger person. And you think it's fine. You think it's like, oh, it's mature, it's this, it's sexy, it's this. And you can't really understand the gravity of it until you are a full adult and you see how wrong it is. And that happened in my high school. I had a male choir teacher who had a relationship with a male student and he got kicked out of school. He went to, I don't know if he went to, I don't know if he went to jail, but I think he went to jail, he had a mugshot and he ended up living with that student like years later. They're still very close friends, but it's really weird. It's very weird. And then there was also another teacher at my high school who had a relationship with a, she was a senior, but still you don't really think how weird it is because he was like 25. She was 17, almost 18. And they just had like the secret relationship that everyone knew about, but no one said anything about. I don't think he ever got in trouble for it, but it's just one of those things that younger people don't understand how disgusting and vile it is because they don't think they're being taken advantage of because they're like, well, it's mutual. I like him and he likes me, so what's the problem? When I first heard about this show, I already thought it was gonna be very inappropriate and I was wondering how they were going to do this. I'm gonna stop talking about it, but I just had to, I just had to talk about it for a moment. If you get a chance and you want to watch it and kind of see what I'm talking about, or maybe you have a different view of the show, give it a watch on FX. It's nine episodes of 30 minutes each. 
reach. I don't want there to be more shows like this at all. I don't need to see more shows like this ever again. This is enough, okay? I'm actually really excited because there's gonna be a lot of new stuff coming out in the next few weeks. I'm gonna be recording an episode with another podcaster this weekend. So once I get the information for that, I will let everyone know. I'll probably be a lot more unfiltered there, so. <laughs> get your loins. New things are coming. <laughs> gonna be a lot of new changes coming to Liphoodcast. Might be some video components coming soon. So make sure you go and follow main.character.energy on Instagram. Every Thursday there's gonna be new episodes. I'm done ranting and raving for now, mostly because I have some food being delivered and I need to finish this bottle of champagne. So goodbye my dears.